here you are as an attorney in the state of Florida and you, you have a podcast, you talk, you've had yeah. podcasts, you talk about sports, you create content on social media. It's different than what you expect to hear. Now it's becoming a little bit more normal, but nah, it's still very early. I think in that game to have this successful attorney. Cause I'm like, Hey Mike, I want to have you on our podcast. You were on our podcast earlier. I want to have you on our podcast again. When can you do it? And you respond back to me and you're like, man, let's do it. I'm in, uh, I am working on this federal court case right now. So it's going to take some time. And, and here, here you are though, making time for a podcast while you're working on very significant court cases. Talk to yeah. me about like your idea, because here we are talking about sports, about creating a podcast about something that you're passionate about, something that you believe in, and how it actually can help you and your business succeed. Yeah, um, I think it's a, it's a great question. And um, it really started out of just um, wanting to tell the world some of the things I thought about sports. And I just talked to a friend of mine and I said, we should, you know, do a podcast together. Because he and I would argue about stuff all the time. And I was like, let's just put this on the air. How hard could it be? I really didn't give it much thought at all. I just figured, let's do a podcast. That would be kind of fun. And I had no idea what to do. I thought, again, difficult. And then I quickly learned, um, okay, there's a lot There's a lot you need to do to do a podcast. It's not quite as easy as I thought. But um, I figured it'd be a good thing to do. And then it kind of morphed over time. I got much more serious about it when I realized people were much more interested in the podcast than they were about anything else I was doing. And I started to see some connection between my law practice and the podcast. Even though the topics don't connect, people wanted to talk to me about the podcast and that would lead to talking about practicing law or any of the other things that I do. So as I got more serious about it, uh, recently I you know, rebranded and redid the podcast to start talking about sports, the intersection kind of between sports, business, and life. Acquired, you know, I have a, my, my co-host is Ellis Hobbs who played for the Patriots. Um, and it, it sort of is a natural, I don't want to call it a marketing tool, but for lack of a better word, that's what I'll use. And, and I mean, I have clients, I had a client recently for one of my big clients just emailed me and said, love the podcast. Can't wait to listen. Let's talk about this other thing that's going on in our case. Um, and it, it's a great conversation starter. And I think it's great for potential clients and current clients to hear their lawyer speaking and putting themselves out there and not um you know going crazy if that makes any sense it does and there's two little things that you mentioned i want to touch on here um so you start this podcast and people want to talk to you about it they might yeah. not want to talk about the legal side of things they want to talk about the podcast or they want to talk about your opinions yes. of tom brady or they want to talk about whatever the intersection of sports and life and business and all that yeah were there other, was there another side of it though where people were coming in and, and maybe they weren't saying it but you hear the chatter what is this guy up to? What is he doing? This is a waste of time. Did you hear? Any yeah. Of that? Um, I didn't hear it directly. I mean, look, my, I have a large group of friends down here and, and they're the best. They're like my family. So we make fun of each other for everything. Right, so right. it doesn't matter. You know, we've kind of always joked that you could, you could save, you know, eight little baby kittens from a burning building and we rag on you. And so <laughs> you only did that for the publicity. You don't care. You don't care about the animals. Um, so there was definitely some stuff there, but I don't, I never took any of that seriously because if my friends aren't making fun of me, then they don't care. That said, I do think behind the scenes, when I first started, people were like, what is the point of this? Nobody cares what this guy has to say. And this isn't going to go anywhere. This is a waste of time. And no one's ever going to pay attention. Um, and that's fine. I, I, that was never said directly to me. But there was I felt an undercurrent of that, not in necessarily my friend group, but maybe some external people like in the periphery. And then um, it started to work. It took time. But I was able to get a few guests that were pretty decent. Um, people started to take notice at that point. And then the fact that I continued to put episodes out, that's what got the most attention. It didn't even matter what they were. Just people were coming up to me saying, wow, I can't believe like you're still doing that. People said, oh, you decided to do it and you stuck to it. Um, that was what 
garnered the most attention. And now this current version, this new incarnation or new podcast, I think was taken a lot more seriously by a lot of people. Um, one, because I had done one before. And two, the guest roster, I think, is is pretty solid. And, you know, I have obviously Ellis being a co-host is like instant credibility. Um, so I think people are paying attention and it's been relatively positive. And you but didn't start that way. Yeah. Well, no, that makes sense. And, and you believe in it. And that's funny you say that about your friends. I was out with some of my friends recently and one of them was telling some other guys that aren't in town here and say, like, did you know you had a podcast? And he, they were laughing. They're like saying, when are you going to start taking call-ins? Because we can't wait to call in and start making fun of you. You know, you have fun yeah. with it. And that's what friends do. And, and, and that's hard. And it's hard for people to put themselves out there, not necessarily because of the friend part of it. I'm, you know, just people in your industry, in the business. And, and maybe not for you or for me. Like once you start doing it, you do realize that it snowballs into a positive thing that you could just continue to put content out there and you really don't care what let's call them the haters or someone who doesn't believe in it is going to say yeah. about it. You just keep doing it. But it is very difficult for people to make a Facebook post, put something on Instagram. And I'm talking about the business sense, not the personal sure. sense, to create a podcast, to write an article, to do a video. I mean, these are difficult things to do. Did you have difficulty at the beginning or was it just something like, no, man, this is I'm into this. I believe it. I'm talking about the very beginning of this stuff. You know, if you were if you were to put yourself in someone's shoes who's considering doing it right now, like what was that like for you and what would it be like for them and how did they get over it? Um, I had difficulty in the beginning, in the middle, and currently. <laughs> um, I still have difficulty with it. I still worry about what goes out there. I still I, I don't want to say I obsess, but I'm pretty concerned about what am I saying and how am I saying it, even though I know the idea is just push out push content. It's not necessarily it doesn't necessarily matter the quality. So you can see me, I was putting that in quotes. Um, but I think it's it's tough to put yourself out there for anyone. And I'm relatively outgoing. I mean, I'm a trial lawyer, so I have to be. But, you know, when you put it out there on the Internet, it's there forever. And you have to be I try to be very careful. I'm not you know, I try to be myself. I'm not one who likes to stir controversy, so I don't go down that road and I'm not really here to offend people. You know, you see people who push content like that and it gets a lot of attention. That's not me. I just really want to be myself, but I always am nervous when I put out content, no matter what it is. And so I think the idea is for me, I just sort of pushed the nervousness to the side and said, look, this is the future. So you're either going to be part of the future or you're not. It's just do you want to be eaten up and be a dinosaur in five years or do you want to be ahead of the curve a little bit? And I don't think I'm that much ahead of the curve. I mean, podcasts are coming out now daily, like new ones. So, um, and every, if you're on social media, you're using Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, I mean, Twitter, everyone's doing that, at least the people that understand. So, um, I just said, look, I've, I've got a long time in this business. You know, I'm only 43. So, you know, I'm going to practice law for a long time. I do some other stuff too. I better just do this for survival purposes. And that's kind of how I look at it is if you want to survive, you're going to have to do things that are uncomfortable. And I'm, I'm not as, I guess, uncomfortable with it as when I started. But I'm still I still always inside think, OK, I'm putting this out here. Wow. Right. <laughs> you know, <Yep. laughs> it's just well, and it doesn't always nature. have to be comfortable. And we'll talk about like working out later, whatever that is. But if you yeah. want to have more endurance, well, you have to do the uncomfortable thing of running or getting on the elliptical or you, you, there yeah. is uncomfortable things to it. But you realize that I'll push that to the side because this is my goal, if that right. is your goal. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Like, that's fine. You don't have to participate in creating content and your creation of content could be something totally different talking to the person that's out there that listening, if someone's listening, right? But it's the idea that that's, that's the option or don't do it. But if something changes and there's disruption in the business, well, I don't want to tell you. Right. This was yeah. this, you had this opportunity, you had this option. And that's what that's what's going on right now. I'm thoroughly amazed at lawyers who just I mean, it's, it's everyone's individual choice. Don't misunderstand me. So but the barrier to do this is is nothing. It's free. So I 
I'm a little mystified at why someone wouldn't even once a week. And that's about what I do. Maybe once or twice a week, put something out there that just tells people who you are and what you do. I'm stunned that people don't want to do that, at least in the legal industry, because they are so stuck on the concept that lawyers should be seen but not heard. And, you know, you should get business through word of mouth referral. But this isn't 1955. I mean, so it, it's just not. It's it's not even 2000 anymore. The, the world is just different. Um, and I try to I point that out to people that even some of your big white collar firms, you, you know, very traditional conservative firms, they actually kind of get it. I, I'm on social all day and um, I see the top firms on social as well. So it's a little stunning to me when people say, well, that's just not what we do as an industry. That's that's a recipe for disaster. Ask the taxi cab drivers or hotel proprietors. <laughs> it's right. Or blockbuster. Yeah. You don't need this other one. No, you're, you're, yeah. 100%, you're 100% right. I'm Eric Kazimov. And for all of us here at CazSource, thank you for listening to Content Matters. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn or Twitter. That's it for now.